If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to The Horror Hangout, a podcast where two bearded film fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time and talk about them. My name is Ben Errington and I'm joined by regular co-host, Mr. Andy Conjure-Turner. Hello, Ben. Hello, Andy. And today we've got a very special guest, a very special returning guest. Uh, She's a horror expert who intros horror films for Bristol Bad Film Club, has an improvised Dungeons and Dragons show. She's also a comedian and lifelong horror fan. Welcome back to the show, Alice Taylor Matthews. Thank you for having me. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for being here. How are you? Yeah, good. Uh, I'm also a frontline worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, been oh. at work today doing frontline oh. stuff. Should, I should Real have life horrors. Huh? Real life horrors. Real life horrors, yes. Hence the wine. Hence the big old glass of wine. Yeah, cheers. Drink cheers. away the pain. <laughs> How we laugh. <laughs> How we laugh, because if we don't laugh, we will cry uh yeah everybody well everybody good everyone's got an alcoholic beverage it's party time up here in the horror hangout we've got no luke i thought we should mention that for regular listeners because they might be like what the hell uh he just skived off he said i fancy a skive can i skive and then he's off oh he's busy with work apparently but who knows you have to mention it when someone's off because of work reasons because if you just don't mention them people will assume they've been cancelled yeah, yeah, unfortunately, had some pretty outrageous views, so we're not allowed to talk <laughs> about them anymore. <laughs> we'll just forget he exists. That's what you got to do. Just don't mention them. Don't look directly yeah. into the sun. Just yeah. forget they if exist. Some, if someone's cancelled, they fade away like Marty McFly's parents in a photograph, and that's it. They're gone. Oh, what a way to go! It's his siblings that fade away. Oh, of course, it's siblings. <laughs> oh, come on, Andy. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> oh, mistakes like that will be me that's disappearing. My hand will start to go transparent. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to play guitar well again. 
know, assuming you can play well now. <laughs> can you play guitar? Can you shred? Can you shred, Andy? I reckon oh, you might be. So, you look like the kind of guy who can secretly shred, and you can't disappoint him. No, played guitar here once when I worked at Game. Got pretty good. <laughs> oh yes, I've, I've never been good at that. I beat Streets of Age four last night. It was very oh, my game! It's so good. <laughs> it's really hard. It's excellent. <laughs> I think. Who's your like, favourite? Um, I always play as uh, Blaze because she's sexy. <laughs> she's got the big boobs. I like. She's got a. <laughs> My original guy Adam from number one. Yeah, but I like the new characters as well. Yeah, Adam. Like Ch- Cherry was good. Cherry was good. Smashing um, people in the face with her guitar. Yeah. I-, I think Adam is almost like overpowered to a ridiculous degree. As soon as I unlocked him, I was like, oh my god. So I like it. it makes yes. the game easier, and therefore more fun. <laughs> There's uh, some DLC coming out as well, isn't there? Where you can there play is. as There's bad the police guys lady. and stuff. Oh, very exciting. Very, well, very exciting. Have to play Streets of Rage Four again. <laughs> uh, have we got any horror news this week? I'm asking you, Andy, but it's supposed to be me prepares this, isn't it? Uh, God, so yeah. Much I mean, I can take the ball and say, Ben, have you found any horror news this week? <sighs> found some. Got a couple of bits. Unless anybody has anybody else seen anything this week of note? I'm just clawing. I think our challenge is because let's acknowledge it that we recorded only like four days ago, right? So there's not been much time for news. No, I mean, no news has happened, it would seem. I mean, there has been some stuff, but you know, usually we give it a week and then I manage to find some interesting tidbits. Tidbit. Is it tidbit? It is, isn't it? It's not tidbit. A a bit of of tid. A bit of tid or a bit of tit, depending (laughs) on how you're feeling. Um, So, horror news. I've seen one gaming thing we discuss horror gaming now and again on this podcast i thought we'd do it again apparently ea have reportedly announced that they're going to be resurrecting an established ip and rumors all over them twitters are suggesting it could be dead space um and apparently a lot of gaming um journal journalists have latched onto it and seem to think that's what it'll be so that could be exciting andy how do you feel about that do you like that? i'd space? like it to be dead space i did one and two and i didn't finish three just because it felt a bit hollow. Um, but I will one day. You know, all these games that you intend to finish and films you intend to watch and books that you intend to read, it's on that no. pile. The never-ending list. What about yeah. you, Alice? Are you a, are you a horror gamer? you obviously done um, some Streets of Raging. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I haven't played Dead Space. My, my favourite game they did re-release recently, which is Stubbs the Zombie. I don't know if you ever played oh, yeah. that. yeah, of course. So much. Um, which is like a futuristic 1950s zombie romance comedy horror game, <laughs> which so is you... basically everything I love <laughs> in a game. Amazing. You play you play as a zombie and you have to kill this like this 1950s town futuristic like so it's got like flying cars and robots and stuff. It's really fun. I, I remember think... it being fun. Like when I used to work at game back in the early 2000s, there was a lady. Shout out to Mrs. Stubbs. Mrs. Stubbs used to come in and it was massively delayed with Stubbs the zombie. So Mrs. Yeah. Stubbs came in at least twice a week for about a year and a half to ask when oh Stubbs the zombie gosh. was coming out. Wow. Was her name actually Mrs. Stubbs? Mrs. Stubbs. Shout out Mrs. Stubbs. If you're still, if you're still knocking you... around and listening to podcasts now, she wasn't, she wasn't a classic gamer. She was a lady <laughs> probably in her sixties then. So um... was she only interested in the game because it was called Stubbs the zombie. <laughs> She used to come in all the time, not just for Stubbs the Zombie, um, but yeah. But, ma- you. but mainly, mainly. But Stubbs mainly. 
Um, it was mainly for stuff she was looking forward to. This was her Duke Nukem Forever. She was. I love it. It's 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 so funny. Um, and like even now, like I hadn't played it for like a good ten years before it's released. But even like occasionally, like little lines would pop in my head. Like that was my second favorite arm, which I just think. <laughs> and how will I juggle? And you'd rip people's arms off. Oh, I didn't know it was actually. I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was out. I might have to yeah. go in on that. I think you perhaps mentioned that on the last episode you joined us for, which was the basket case episode, Alice. Um, and I think before then it was like before it was going to be released. So now it has been released. Oh, I'm glad to it hear it. You were uh, well, this But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just no. before <laughs> Maybe I'm like a time traveling old lady. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. You're um, the woman going into the shop asking yeah. Andy Conduit Turner whether the game Stubbs the Zombie has been released yet. Um, I've also been playing a lot of Pac-Man 99 and I've got to two on the board. So oh. I've, beaten, I've beaten most people, but I haven't quite got to number one spot yet. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, I only got Nintendo fun, Switch great. this week. So I've only played it like a handful of times. Yeah, Pac-Man, Pac-Man is my like ultimate arcade, arcade game. I used to spend a lot of time in arcade um, and I used to like, head straight to the Pac-Man. Get out of the way, losers. <laughs> yeah, put my little coin on. Knock everyone else's coin. <laughs> Knock everyone else's <laughs> off, so Chris. Smash! <laughs> didn't, didn't see that. Uh, yeah, so we're talking about Dead Space. So I think the company that made it, Visceral Games, was closed by EA four years ago. So if this is going to be a new Dead Space, that'll be very exciting. I can't. What, how many years ago did the third one come out? I'm not sure. 12, Sunday. 12, some. some years ago. Uh, so, yeah, it'd be great because obviously um, survival horror gaming is big, bigger than ever. Maybe not bigger than ever, but big. So I think it would be great for it to be released in the current gaming climate. Very nice. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel for horror news. I couldn't find much. Um, oh, wait, here's something. French filmmaker Julia Dorcate. <laughs> me the lady me. that made raw. The lady that made raw, Julia <laughs> Dorcor Noel. That sounds yeah. good. That sounds right. That sounded right. Yeah, it was that. That's right. Approaching yeah. the confidence, Ben. No one's going to correct you. Uh, so her Which solo feature right. debut, Raw. Uh, she's announced her next film is going to be called Titan. Um, so plot details are still under wraps, apparently, but there's some interested imagery of a young girl in some sort of. Uh, metal head thing or mm. <laughs> medical thing that's what it's called uh, so titan apparently refers to a metal highly resistant to heat and corrosion with high tensile strength alloys so maybe like some weird body horror thing but i guess like rule was i guess obviously it was a horror movie but one so- very solidly in reality so maybe that's i'm sort of going for a medical horror with this that'd be interesting i enjoyed rules everybody seen that yeah i loved rules hey. i am um, i actually went to the premiere oh really oh very nice tell us about that please um it was good they were there and they talked about it <laughs> <laughs> amazing uh did hanging say, on every word <laughs> did you say her name at any point uh did yeah she did yeah yeah she did she went my name is uh <laughs> <laughs> where, where was the where was the premiere um in london somewhere i can't remember it was before it was the before times before i had kids i don't oh, remember yeah. that the before times the before just one but just one glass of wine 
before uh, those double, times. Yeah. Double before, pre-COVID, pre-kids. Yeah. Oh, different yeah. universe, effectively. Yeah. How things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll be looking forward to that. Um, that'll be nice. There is a trailer, but um, I'm probably going to avoid it. I avoid all trailers these days. I used to be a trailer whore, and now I've become a trailer... What's whore. the opposite of a whore? Priest. <laughs> <laughs> priest. I've become a trailer priest. Uh, yeah, so avoiding that. What else we got? So don't know if anyone's still on the bloody Walking Dead train. Is everybody firmly off of that? Yeah. Yeah, well, apparently there's new images and official synopsis for the final season. I don't, who's, who's even left alive? I don't know. Just from looking at these images, it looks like Carol's still alive. Well so done, is, Carol. Well done, Carol. Well done, Carol. Oh, Maggie's still alive. And apparently Daryl Dixon's still alive. Hmm. I thought I'd heard that they killed him off. Oh, and so is Negan. Yeah, so they, it's really strange that, that everyone kind of fell off the same... Like everyone kind of gave up, didn't they? I think oh, everyone I gave up super early. I finished season two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How's that? How's that now? I read. Jesus, that I read. Serious. I read seventeen of the comics, and then I think I did three seasons, and then it just became like a soap opera. It's just like I don't mm-hmm. really. I'm not really. I did more I of think... the comics. I think I made it to a hundred odds. I did. I got quite far in those. I read. I took a load on holiday, and I just mm-hmm. blitzed through on a in a hammock. Yeah. In Relaxing. A <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they're doing like a like a coloured version of it now as well. Did you hear that? Yeah. I don't know if they're doing it for all of them or if they're just doing a few, a few volumes, a few issues. But that would be pretty. Guess cool. it all depends how well they sell. People buy them, they'll do the whole mess of them. Yeah. Whole mess of them. You can read maybe, in maybe, a hammock. Maybe they'll do the Fifty Shades of Grey thing and rewrite them all, but from the perspective of the zombies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cashing in on that. <laughs> 50, is that there's a new Fifty Shades of Grey book, isn't there? I saw it in a shop the other day and I was like, what the hell's that? It looks Fifty Shades of Grey. I, I haven't read them. I used to work in a bookshop, but you know. Yeah. So <laughs> why I know about them. The only is thing it... I know about Fifty Shades of Grey, apart from the obvious, is that Mr. Grey has a rival that tries to sabotage his helicopter. This is the character I want to know more about. Helicopter Saboteur. <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Today. What's his name? Mr. Um, maybe it's like um Turquoise. Yeah, Mr. Turquoise. Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to think. Opposite. I'm trying to, what's the opposite yeah. of grey? I guess turquoise is right, because <laughs> turquoise seems very what? vibrant. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe instead of Christian Gary grey, it's like Catholic pink. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of Christian Grey wants to kill him in helicopter crashes. Right. TM, TM, TM. The three of us are writing this. <laughs> wasn't wasn't Fifty Shades of Grey like Twilight fan fiction originally? Yeah, it? originally. Oh, and someone just went, this is good shit. Make yeah. it. Delete every time it mentions what's Edward the Twilight Cullen. guy? Edward Cullen and replace it with Christian Pink. Very nice. What was I talking about again? <laughs> I've lost track. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Horror news. The first um, one I, drew. Oh, I mean, I fi- Walking Dead. Oh, that's it. Walking Dead. What are we going? Yeah. Um, the only other thing I've seen is that apparently Scream, Wes Craven Scream, is going to get a 25th anniversary 4K Ultra HD release in October. Hopefully, when they do these releases on Blu-ray, they it coincide it with a cinema release of the of the 4k version so that would be nice to see scream in on the big screen because i never did because i was too young classic yeah. classic um 
uh, sleepover horror movie. Yeah, yeah. It was, the, it was, the ultimate. It was that, that and Candyman for the sleepover classics. Back Candyman. In the day, yeah. Did you yeah. ever? Was were you in the year, Alice? Were you then daring people on the sleepovers to go and see how many times you can say Candyman? Oh yeah, I was always I was always the one doing it. I was like, yeah, I love Tony Todd. He's a great guy. I'll swim with him. And here he is, like he's there in his LA mansion. Oh god, his bleeder goes. He's just he's just sauteing some asparagus and poof, he disappears and he's just <laughs> gotta go to some teenagers bathroom. And it's like <laughs> this is incredibly awkward. Not this again. My it's incredibly awkward. Is, my asparagus is gonna burn. Send me back. <laughs> Can I use your phone to phone my wife and have her say candyman five times because oh, the fastest way home? No, yeah. he's gotta get a flight back. <laughs> you oh, can't, it's one way. He's like, oh, bloody. I didn't even bring my passport. Gutted. Absolutely gutted. He's stuck living with you for the summer, Alice. That's a film I'd like to see. Just like a, but, sort of like a buddy. Tony Todd hanging out. <laughs> sort of like a buddy cop film, like the original odd couple. The first uh, he really doesn't want to be there because he, he was someone that he's pissed <laughs> off about that asparagus. But over time, he warms to you. Yeah. I show him how I make my asparagus. Like I've never thought of putting lemon on it. This is amazing. It's blown my mind. A little bit of honey on it because of the Ooh. bees. Because of the bees. Oh, of uh, <laughs> that's awful. Uh, that's a horror it. recipe book. That would be it. The Candyman's asparagus. <laughs> oh, horror recipe book. That has got to exist, surely. He could, he could um, strap five of them to his hook and make a new hand. <laughs> asparagus fingers. Oh, my God. There are horror... There are horror um, recipe books. There's yeah, too many. There's to, tons of Hannibal to, stuff, right? Too many bloody mention. Oh my god! There's a <laughs> there's a horror recipe book called the Necronomicanom Nom Nom. Necronomicanom Nom Nom. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'll give that a solid B. You say that. Uh, and you say there's lots of horror cookbooks, but is the one that's by us? No, which means there's still room in the market. Let's get oh, to it. Yeah, the horror. Yeah, let's, I'll, I'm not going to put the name out there. Someone might steal it. Let's have a let's have a brainstorming session. Think about this. Uh, the first dish going on the menu is um, Tony Todd's asparagus fingers, 100%. Honey glazed, <laughs> honey glazed asparagus fingers. Wonderful. Freddy uh, Krueger's welcome to prime rib time, bitch. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that's how he does all his recipes. Any Freddy Krueger recipe <laughs> has to end in that. <laughs> That's enough now. Don't give all the ideas away in one go because, you know, that'll be that. Right. Uh, what's next? What we've been watching. Has anybody seen anything this week? Or, Alice, as you haven't been on the podcast for a while, it can be longer than a week. It could what be just over the, the last, last nine few weeks. <laughs> well, what have you watched? Um, I did go and see Cruella. Cru- 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 Cruella. God, I've had half a glass of wine and I think I'm actually quite pissed. I've not drunk in ages. Um, I saw Cruella, um, not because I particularly wanted to, but um, the tie worked out. And I had a free morning. And actually, I quite enjoyed it. I, oh, I, I, had, I had like... I had no expectations and it was much better than me thinking it would be dog shit so uh mm. yeah no i quite enjoyed it the um the clothes are quite fun and there's like a punk aesthetic and stuff so yeah it's fine i've really just got um, a lovely soundtrack as well yeah um and then i've seen quite a lot of movies i saw limbo 
um, which is um, a film about people seeking asylum in a small town uh, and being placed in a small town in Scotland. And that was like so funny and so like funny, but also really like sad. Um, but a really good film to look out, uh, Limbo, if you can see it. Yeah. Um, and what else have I seen? I have seen some stuff recently. Let me just sneakily look on my letterbox. And oh, uh, well, I've seen some yeah. stuff. Yeah. What, while, you, while you're doing that, would you jump? Have you seen anything else, Andy? Have you seen I... anything at all? Sorry. I watched, my wife had it on yesterday when I was in the room, and I think that's counting, counts well enough. There's a film on Netflix, a thriller called Strange But True. Oh, yeah. um, it's about a young man. Um, he is the older brother from Jurassic World. He's hanging out at home. He's got a bum leg. Um, and then his dead brother's ex-girlfriend turns up, and his brother's been dead for a couple of years. Um, and she's pregnant and she has never been with anyone else. So she thinks it's his ghost baby. Um, sure. Yeah. This, this is the old bloody um, Virgin Mary situation again. Yeah. She gets Virgin married and she's having, she's having, <laughs> a, go- she's having, a, she's having a ghost baby. I mean, are, are either of you going to watch Strange But True? I can spoil it for you. Uh, when you said Strange But True, then I thought it was the, uh, paranormal documentary from itv in like the what oh, 90s william Riker saying by... if things are true or, or fake michael, or for michael aspel michael uh, aspel no. presented it that's something else? something else um but no this isn't it isn't strange but true in that sense because what is no. happening is a true um she is not having his baby it turns out william striker from x-men 2 um he was a policeman and he was looking after her um, but he's actually been rohypnoling her and he got her pregnant. Um, mm. Then he accidentally kills his wife by pushing her down the stairs when she finds out. Then he hits the other boy with a spade. Um, but don't worry, his mom and dad, who are estranged, they make up and they come back together to save him in the nick of time. And um, everything's fine in the end. The guy kills strange. himself, so all need, it's a, the bad man kills himself, so everything's tied up in a nice little bow. Um, it sounds smashing. Not gonna watch it. <laughs> I don't. You don't need to. You don't need no. to anymore. Um, I watched Mortal Kombat. Oh, Mortal Kombat. Now we have different opinions of this one. I love the original. What did you think of the new one? Um, I thought all the scenes where people died was great. <laughs> I mean, that's why I was watching it. Um, so I think they uh, did the executions well, but the rest was filler. Yeah. Um, with some enjoyable lines throughout. Ben is a big fan of it, and his favourite character is new character Cole Young. Yeah, I mean, it don't, was, it, don't put was... bloody words in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember saying is that his costume looks like a basket. It looks like he's been his costume has been weaved out the in the finest basket, uh, which is great armor. Um, uh, I, I had fun watching it. I made a like a huge amount of popcorn. Um, and we we were like just I wasn't drinking booze, but every time uh, there was like a um, line from obviously the video game, we were all going hey, hey. <laughs> um, So yeah, I had a good time watching it. I don't yeah. think I'll ever see it again, but um, I thought they did the deaths well. I do watch yeah. and I do enjoy watching people die, especially the old spinny hat death. The hat yeah. one was really good. Yeah, that was a that was a highlight. Yeah. Um, uh, and I also watched Those Who Wish Me Dead, which was... Yeah. It's two for two that. on that. That was, that was similar to Ben's review. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that. It was a shite. 
I didn't really mm. understand who I was supposed to be following. Every, yeah. It was like three films smushed together, <laughs> and everyone in it was just odd. Odd. Didn't know who you were wishing dead or not. Yeah, I find like I like Angelina Jolie, but like if if whenever she's in a film, I think it doesn't make any sense that the other characters don't turn to her and go. Oh my God, you're like really good looking. Like everyone's just ignoring <laughs> how good looking she is. Like, like she's yeah. so good looking. Like, surely you'd be like, oh fuck, man, you're really good looking, and everyone's just ignoring <laughs> it. It's mental. Yeah, I'm sorry, I can't deal with this peril right now. You are distractingly attractive. Would you mind? Yeah, fire while you're smoking hot. <laughs> <laughs> We're burning to death. Is this the time? Um, yes it is i gotta I th- say it i do i think she was miscast she had some good lines but it just felt a bit weird coming I've, from her i feel like that film could have done without even her as a character and the film would have still worked with you know some of the other characters like yeah. um john bernfow and his pregnant wife should have been the main characters i think i was much more interested in their plight than yeah. angelina Jolie getting bloody Rope burn on her hands and going on about it for when you <laughs> when you say about these lines, what are the lines that put you up? Is it loads of her going, oh, I'm so plain and dowdy. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's just too distractingly beautiful that people would just like people would just be like making a cup of tea and then be like, I can't finish making this cup of tea. <laughs> just... oh, I put the milk in first now. You see what's happened? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's not a criticism of her acting. But, um, it's, it's just, just no. too distracting. Too bloody distracting. There's worse I problems think... to have. Being too beautiful. <laughs> oh, it's, it's an hard life, Angelina. Yeah. It's an hard life. Uh, the only thing I saw this week was um, I had a little cinema trip last night to watch bloody musical. Uh, I'm kind of oh. like a really casual. I'm really like a casual fan of musicals. I'll kind of watch one uh, once in a blue moon, but I do seem to always have like fun with them. So I'm surprised I'm not more of a musical fan. But I watched uh, that film in the Heights, which is like a Broadway musical, I think, isn't it? Like a film yeah, adaptation of that. How is it on Broadway? Yeah. So it's like about sort of like Latina community in. Um, Washington Heights in New York. Um, it's all about like chasing your dreams and falling in love and all of that stuff. And it's good. It's got some good songs. Uh, what's his name from Hamilton? Wrote a lot of the songs, apparently. A lot of the what's his name? Miranda. That's it. That's it. Uh, and he pops up every now and again as well. Uh, yeah, a good, a good feel good film. Um, uh, I recommend it. Check yeah. it out. Like it, I might... see it. I like a sing song. I like a sing song as well. It's just frustrating that life doesn't work quite that well. As if only if everyone had just learned their choreography, then my life could be interesting like that. Yeah. I would get it would get pretty tedious, I reckon, pretty soon. I think you you'd know. never have to go to the gym. You'd be so fit. Just walking down the street and there's like a big musical number. Yeah, but you'd be going somewhere and then you'd be get going somewhere fast and you'd get like drawn into the to, to fact, the musical it, number. It, You're like, I've got to be fact, in the background, have I? You'd factor it in if that was just the world. Bosses would understand. Bosses, would, yeah. have in, bosses would have entire songs about how they need to, you know, the mismanagement of the team and how everyone needs to work. Oh. I'm keeping <laughs> corporate buzzword songs. Is that what yeah. we're saying? Straight oh. up and fly right. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, we know Andy's starting his morning meeting tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> right, okay, guys, this is a little bit out there. I know. But we're going to do a song. 
And you should all know the words. What? <laughs> and the choreography. <laughs> this is uh, going into your reviews, guys. <laughs> if you don't do well, it will be brought up in your appraisal. <laughs> yeah. It will. And yeah, uh, Solid made the company millions of dollars, but was two beats behind on our uh, on our medley number uh, in Q3. So, um... Pete, stop doing melancholy numbers. <laughs> Be more upbeat. <laughs> Pete's just in the background, being like, yeah. "Someone stole my stapler." <laughs> yeah. Tom's eating my lunch again. <laughs> yeah. No one's washing up their cups and someone keeps cooking fish in the microwave. Oh, fish in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Do people still do that? Oh, the things we yeah. miss from people not being in offices anymore. Don't know. Don't miss yeah, that. Yeah, people do it. Sometimes I do fish in my microwave just to remember, just so, so I can feel something. Remember what it's like to be in a fucking office full of twats. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> well, that's it. That's all I've seen. Has anyone else seen anything nice? Is that um, it? Horror related, I saw a seagull dragging a dead rat, but that wasn't a film. It was just for life. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Where was it where, where was it dragging it to? Just across the road, from one side of the road to the other. Amazing. You stop and show the kids and say, look, circle of life, take it I've in. Got- the kids not with me but you've just reminded me the other day like my son ash absolutely loves fire engines we saw a fire engine i was like look a fire engine and i was like oh shit there's obviously a tragedy don't look don't look (laughs) like don't point out the fire engine (laughs) just pit someone coming out on a stretcher and burnt building Tip for any uh, people who might be parents one day. See if I'm just in. If I'm just in, just yeah. Don't. <laughs> That's it. Really then. specifically, so, engineers they only like them when the sirens are off. Yeah. They're just rescuing a cat. It's fine. We'll go past really quickly. Bye. <laughs> so, apart from this week's movie, which is pieces pieces this was a first time watch for me i think it was the first time watch for you wasn't it andy it was first time i've ever seen pieces i don't know how <laughs> from the content we're going to cover i'm not sure how this has passed me by all these years but you avoided it okay so pieces is a 1982 slasher film directed by juan piquer simon uh <laughs> uh the co-eds of a Boston college campus are targeted by a mysterious killer who is creating a human jigsaw puzzle from their body parts. Delicious. Lovely. Terrifying. Uh, what have we got? On IMDb, it's at 6.1. Rotten Tomatoes, 46% critic score, 51% audience score. On Letterboxd, it's got 3.2 out of 5, which is nice. Uh, choice reviews. Here's one that stuck out to me. There's a user called Belial Carbo- Carboni. and belial carboni says the granddaddy big nasty of all 80s slashes which is like that should be the tagline i know it's got a pretty good it's got an all right tagline that should be its tagline granddaddy big nasty of all 80s slashes uh someone called dax cheney says the most beautiful beautiful thing in the world is smoking pot and fucking on a waterbed (laughs) Um, it's at least it's at least top three um, that's a line from the movie they've just he can't can't take credit for writing that you can't take credit for that get that off the letterbox you you fake Uh, and then Mondo Cinema say Orson Welles Steven Spielberg Hitchcock Eat Your Hearts Out 
pieces is the greatest thing ever put to film. Big words. Uh, yeah, so there we go. That's that. More articulate uh, than the usual um, letterbox reviews that Luke pulls up, pulls down. You know sometimes. what? I I tried to find some like in, like interesting one and two word reviews or some actual shit show reviews, but I couldn't really find any on this. It seems like pieces. Everyone's quite respectful of the movie. Yeah, uh, half star ones that just say like your mom or like. This put me off cinema forever. What was that the other week? There was someone who was someone like, said, I will never watch a film again. Yeah. If this is what films are, then I'm over it. Yeah. All right. Oh, no. I'll stick to Morris dancing. Thank you. <laughs> so obviously, Alice, you've seen this before. Yeah. Uh, what is your relationship with the movie Pieces? Um, so uh, I introed it for Bristol Bad Film Club. Um, I, but when I was a teenager, I got like really into video nasties, and I, I basically made like a checklist. <laughs> um, and it's just like, yeah, so I'm going to do them all in alphabetical order. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, it's it's quite a short movie. It's a it's, if you're into horror and you like it sleazy and bloody, then yeah, this is an archetypal horror movie, really. Um, with lots of boobs and blood and body bits and penis. There's a penis. Hooray. Yeah. Equal opportunities needed to... Well, not equal. It's only one versus many. Do you know what what I realised... So I've chatted to you guys about um, Sleepaway Camp, um, about Basket Case and this, and all three of them have um, full frontal male nudity. <laughs> <laughs> There's a pattern. <laughs> Which is nice. Yeah. Um. We just go, right, who can we get to talk to? Well, some full frontal male nudity in this. Get Alice back on it. <laughs> get Alice on it. Come on. We know you want to. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, Andy, you've not seen this before. Uh, I've not seen it before, so it was very interesting. I, I kind of didn't really know much about it, but I understand it's got a bit of a like the it's a co-production, isn't it, between like Spain, United States, Port, Puerto Rico, yeah, a couple even of the, countries. But it's obviously dubbed. Oh, it's a dubbed version. So what well, is? So it's they recorded it. So the act, some of the actors spoke Spanish, some of the actors spoke English, but then dubbed their lines again afterwards. So it does have quite a weird, like, aesthetic. So hmm. sometimes, so it's quite a weird thing to watch. Um, uh, yeah, but, like, Christopher George and um, Linda, they, like, read their lines in English but then dubbed over them afterwards as well. Um, Just to be like, thorough. Just to be thorough. That's literally yeah. it. Uh, yeah, so cast-wise, you've got Christopher George as Lieutenant Bracken, Linda Day as Mary Riggs, Frank Branya as Sergeant Holden. Um, Paul L. Smith as Willard. You don't want to get a fight with him. I just kept thinking that. I was thinking he'd crush my head like a tiny little grape. Uh, <laughs> and then, obviously, loads of college kids. I, I don't want to... There's such a intense list of cast here. Well, who, who's who's the main character, really? I guess it's Ken, kind of Kendall James, isn't it? Kendall, yeah. Could you get me in the Ian Sarah's Kendall James, Edmund Purdom as Dean Foley, who is the Dean, the crusty old Dean, the crusty old Dean, crusty old Dean. There's someone who looks a lot like Ron Burgundy. This is <laughs> Professor Arthur Brown. Not just the hairstyle, not just the mustache, like his whole getup. I was like, surely Will Ferrell must have seen something he's, of him. He's quite stiff, isn't he? He kind of, he's a bit. Yeah. I, I 
as a, as someone who'd not seen this film before, and obviously we are going to spoil pieces heavily, we're going to discuss the whole plot. I thought it was him straight away. I just had a little yeah. inkling. I, I suspected like, him. It's because he, be. he had a similar tank top. Someone, <laughs> well, that was the only reason. Someone's like, oh yeah, in 40 years, you're still wearing roughly the same outfit. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. So you thought I mean, you were wearing find, the same When you find a style that works, when you yeah. find a style that works, you stick. But... Yeah, you just got to stick to it. That's true. Um, and then obviously there's a lot of cast of people who were murdered. A lot of people get murdered, like a lot. The body count is, because sometimes in slasher movies, you can kind of, you know, sometimes you watch a slasher and you're like, that's a bit weird because only like four people got killed. Everyone kind of like gets away, survives or something. This is like every, pretty much everyone who comes up against a killer has got no chance. Like three people have had it in the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Yes, it's bloody intense. Um, but I like that. I like the fact that he's got a quite a good record of, of murders. Is are there any sequels to this? I don't think so, no. Oh, they're not. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, so... it'd be a very different sequel. But if the end's anything to go by, we'll come to it. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> what on earth? I was left literally mouth open at the end. I was like, oh, <laughs> I mean, did not see that coming. I was mouth open at probably a dozen moments in this well, film. The first, the first five minutes, if we're honest. Yes. <laughs> so the film opens in 1942. There's a 10-year-old boy named Timmy. Uh, classic 10-year-old he... boy, boy name. <laughs> classic 10-year-old <laughs> classic boy name. Uh, Timmy, <laughs> Timmy, what do you do to pass the time uh, when you're alone in your room? Well, he's got a lovely jigsaw puzzle of a naked lady, uh, which I think like belong, it belongs to his dad, right? Uh, yeah, that bastard. <laughs> oh yeah, that bastard. Bastard. Also, bastard. How many times do we get that? How many times do we get that word dropped oh, in this bastard movie? Bastard. Towards the end, there is. Bastard. I think maybe we, when we when we finish up the movie, we could have a quick uh, screen test and see you can do the best bastard. That's so a great psych idea. Psych yourself. That's a great idea. We'll see you can do the best bastard. I will. <laughs> my wife tells me, if I get a text from my wife telling me to be more quiet because it's getting late. <laughs> can you please stop shouting bastard again, Andy? It's becoming a it's becoming daily a occurrence. Thing. It's problematic. Uh, so yeah, he's doing a lovely jigsaw puzzle of a nude woman. He seems to be quite into it. He's, it looks like a challenge as well. I'll be honest. It's a hard jigsaw because most of it is just plain pink background. Yeah. yeah. Which he started with. <laughs> Start with the background, filling the lady as a treat at the end. He's a bloody genius. I he's mean, got this... I always do the the edge, but he's gone down the edge. Might as well do the rest of the pink stuff. So. Yeah. You'd think, actually, if you were dead into that picture, you just look at the picture on the box, right? But then um, it's a plain it's a plain box, so you could buy it discreetly. Uh, oh. oh yeah. So, so if his if his mom is looking at the thing, you just think, oh, it's his jigsaw of like flower prints. Yeah, bloody loser. Uh <laughs> obviously he's got three key pieces ready to go of the bush and the Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's he's saved he's saved genitals for the last couple of pieces. And what is he singing himself a little song? He is having a whale of a time in World War II. He isn't worried. He's just filling in his uh, filling in his jigsaw. But then, we've all been there. 
you know, Ben. World War Two. This film was. It says forty nine. When did you think? We oh, I thought it said. I thought Ben said forty three. Sorry. It says for, Well, it says forty two here, but oh, maybe it? it was. Oh, okay. I missed well, that. Then. Oh, I was making let... fun of you prematurely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't well, worry. Got... There'll be plenty of reasons to. Well, it's got to be because if, if he's dead, but it's under killer's revealed. Obviously, won't reveal it straight away. He's. He's. I mean, he is getting on a bit. It's 40 years later, but right, and it attract because his dad's away in the RAF. Yeah, which you and his mum, they're just sitting there, and there's not a war on. Yeah, just chill out. His mum comes in. I mean, to be fair, she's probably a bit too angry at Timmy. He's only a kid who's just discovering his sexuality, and uh, he's probably only doing what he saw his dad do. His dad probably did the puzzle in front of him and gone, Oh, can you just help me out with this, son? Uh, and I feel like the mum's got more of a problem with the dad than with Timmy, but Timmy gets the bloody burnt end of it. Yeah, to be fair, the actions he takes in a few moments, it's really only endemic of the home life that he's saying. His mum's threatened. If, if I catch you doing a jigsaw again, I'll kill you. And then, she breaks the, and then she breaks the mirror twice, or maybe my version just skipped a little bit, but she smashes that mirror twice. Um I think um, she did it once, and then it was the second time was slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> just and in that's case Im- that's important. It's going to come back in a minute. Yeah, it's Chekhov's broken mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it's a triggering. It's a triggering moment. But unlike that, that happens in a lot of films. Don't worry, because it happens again in like about five minutes. Um, but yeah, that that sets him off, and he scampers out of the room. You think he's gone for a cry because his mom's told him off, and now she's. He's gone to get a plastic bag to burn all of his pornographic jigsaws in, which, to be honest, is ill-advised. Bad for the environment. Just, just, just burn them on the fire. Don't put them in a plastic bag and choke them in the house stink. Um, but no, she's doing that. But he doesn't um, He doesn't go to get a plastic bag. What he goes to get, but he acts. Oh, bleeding neck. Bleed <laughs> an overreaction to me, isn't it? God. Do you, reckon he, do you reckon he planned it or do you reckon when he was looking for plastic bags, you know, under the kitchen, uh, under the sink in the kitchen where you keep your plastic bags, mm. you stumbled across an axe and thought, oh, going to let her have it. <laughs> Either oh, way. Nudie jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> that is my favourite jigsaw. I'm not going to stand for it. I was almost finished as well. Do you, she goes he, look- do you think he has other games that are pornographic? Like um, pop up pirate, but instead of a pirate, it's just a penis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like got penis pop up pirate. Oh, Jenga, Hungry. Jenga is also just penises. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like a mouse trap that makes like a sex swing. Yeah. <laughs> Hungry hippos, but instead of they just the eat penises. Balls, instead of little balls, they're eating their just little testicles. Yeah. 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 Uh, anything else? Um, no, Monopoly, are... but yeah. it's in the red light district. Yeah. <laughs> and all the little pieces are just little boobs. Yeah, yeah, little pewter like, boobs. Clitorises and things. <laughs> this is a. Do games like this exist? Because I feel like they'd I mean, probably make a, they'd make a killing. What? Timmy, Timmy, Timmy made a killing, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Timmy made a bloody killing. You're going to burn my puzzle, are you? I'll fuck you up. Won't give you a chance to, Mom, he says, and he um, wallops her with the axe right in the old noodle. Yeah, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. 
Makes a right old mess. And when the neighbours at the door, is it just a minute? <laughs> to be um, fair, that neighbour's bloody intrusive, isn't she? She's like, didn't what? Answer, no, the answer the door, get a bloody gonna, police right. <laughs> summon the police immediately. It's not like that's one not answer the door straight away. So, um, but don't worry. He has just enough time to complete his jigsaw. Mm. Hide it. Hide it, put it away. Um, not clean up the room, unfortunately. It's like an episode Wait. of Finders Keepers has been filmed in there. It's a right old mess. So what, so what does he do? He just saws her, he hacksaws her. Yeah, he saws her. For those enough. on the video version, in this picture here, he he's saws her it. up. He's absolutely loving it there. He's like, I bloody love this. It's his new favourite game. Um, wax a head in the cupboard, um, and then he hides <laughs> in another cupboard. Lots of storage in this house. Very good. Um, when, but, when they resell it, they'll they'll forget about the murders. Be like, there is a lot of storage. <laughs> this shelf could have a, a seven head on it. Can't take you know can't can't take it for granted. You'll go and see a very nice looking house, but where are you going to store anything? Spacious rooms mean nothing all of a sudden. So um, you know that house is going to retain its value, even murders or no. He's got time to hide in the cupboard. The nosy neighbour comes back with the police. They immediately break the door down and. Uh, do the first of what is meant like maybe this is the most realistic of all lots of people do a good discovering of bodies in this film where everyone's immediately vomiting and um, and feeling right queasy about it um and go on oh, no and then he just comes out of the cupboard like oh the bad man the bad man is <laughs> like well it's all the evidence the i man. need <laughs> Don't he killed worry, my son. mum and he done my puzzle <laughs> the bastard <laughs> Do you, on, do, you, do you think this 10-year-old kid's parents were happy with him being absolutely covered in blood? <laughs> yeah, he was absolutely covered from like head to toe, wasn't he? Yeah. The gore. Like, I don't... I mean, a 10-year-old kid, we're just going to smash blood on you. By the way, you've cut up your mum. Okay, action. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> well, you had to be really joyful. Great. Maybe they used the technique of lying and said, right, You've been making a cake. This syrup is everywhere, but you're having a good time. You're having a great time. What's this seven arm? That's just... Uh, ignore that. Don't Bye-bye. worry about that. Halloween decorations. We're going to have some more cigarettes, kid. <laughs> for, for an 80s... I know it's 82, but this is the most 70s looking 80s film ever. I was convinced it was the 70s. It was just everything about it just... Screamed 70s to it's me. It's the colour saturation, it's everything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Lots of so browns had... in the 70s. Oh, yeah, brown everything, wasn't it? Everyone was dressed in brown. Every... The decoration, everything was brown. Get some other colour colours, for God's sake. What's wrong with you? January uh, 1st, 1980, you should have changed that. Yeah, get the sm- neon out. <laughs> That's why there's neon <laughs> in the 80s. Everyone's like, why were we wearing brown? Neon. <laughs> But what happened there? Because the sixties were super colourful, and then we well, used them all. Everyone's everyone's cartridges needed redoing. And it... <laughs> but it's like now, if you if you go and have a look at the youths, guys, they're all wearing white and beige. Beige, yeah, white and beige yeah. and grey. You and your Gen white Zs, you make fun beige. of those. You're a beige generation. Look, get ready, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> beige is making a comeback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the neighbour comes in with the police. They discover the mum's severed head and Timmy covered in blood. The neighbour immediately, the bloody, she is a super nosy neighbour, 
immediately saying, oh, we'll get, get Jan on the phone and Timmy can go live with her. It's like, we only worked out what's happened here yet. This kid's already got somewhere new to live by the end of the day. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Has he She's not been a neighbour and head of social services. She just doesn't mention that. Yeah, I'll tell you who is not head of social services, Timmy's mum, because she's <laughs> <have> a head. <laughs> she's ill-qualified for a job in any government department. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, and then it's like 40 years later uh, and we start seeing a figure opening a box, which has got some interesting things in it, some but, bloodied clothes. But before that, we oh. see a co-ed skating down. Of course. We see oh, a co-ed, I know, skating down the street, and then some guys are just moving some glass, a glass window, as you do. And, oh, no, she smacks into it. And even though it's never explicitly clear, what's meant to have happened is the killer is meant to have witnessed this, seen this co-ed smash through the mirror, she dies. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's like the time my mum smashed the mirror and then decides to kill people. That's that's actually what is the plot of this movie. So he's triggered. Yeah, he's triggered. That's what's meant to happen. But it's so murky. I thought the person on the skates was the same person as the first person he killed. No, no, she dies. He He witnesses it. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember the puzzle. I remember my mum. I'm going to go kill some people now and make a human. Well, so we're supposed to think that for the entirety of these 40 years, he's just been living a normal. Yeah, he's been a normie. He's gone out and just done normal people stuff. But then he Somewhere. saw then then he saw a co-head smash through a comedy window as it was being moved. It was, was like, like, oh yeah, <laughs> it was like a big bit of bendy perspex, wasn't it? It was like, <laughs> yeah, she would have just gone. Well, she was a very bad skateboarder. Maybe skateboarding had only just been invented, so no one was good at it. Yet, she was on skates. Why no one commented it? Skates. She was on skates. Skates. She have little rubber stoppers on the front. What's she playing at? Well, nothing now because she's dead. If you're skating along, someone does, and someone gets in your way, you just like stop or something. Don't just go. Well, I suppose this is it. <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> oh well, I've accepted my fate. Yeah, I'm there heading towards go. that glass. Better go jugular first. <laughs> <laughs> Lead with the neck. Lead with the neck. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I landed on my jugular. Oh, no. So then yes, that's when he's like, oh, yeah, uh, get that his jigsaw puzzle and then does a daytime murder. Yeah, it's a proper, I mean, there's a lot of random daytime events happening where no one seems to care. There's obviously a daytime murder. There's some sexual intercourse at one point in the middle of the day, what looks like in the middle of a lovely garden. <laughs> a lovely garden. Oh, you've got a lovely garden. You have. Can't wait to. Uh... It's, yeah. and, it, and, it, and that is a scene that means nothing, right? There are some just people humping in the bushes and Bluto's doing that pruning. Um, mm. and, he, and he just sort of looks at him and I goes, I feel like the director just took every single opportunity to put some level of nudity or sexual. sexual uh, action in just for the sake of it like literally going this oh. scene's got no boobs bush or anything in it can we please add some he absolutely did in fact there's a few scenes where it's just girls dancing and like leotards and he was like can you guys be naked and they were like no what is it <laughs> like well, that's 
Yeah, he asked, it true. was actually it was actually like a dancing troupe that they just hired. They were like, "Oh, you guys all know each other and dance together. We'll hire you." And um, he was like, "So, can you just do this scene naked?" And they were like, um, "Obviously not. No. Why would we do that?" He was a, he was definitely <laughs> a role in there, wasn't he? Is that not how you practice? Um, funnily enough, Juan. No, he was. He was like, "Yeah, young women. They all do that. They get together to to, to do something that they all enjoy, and always end up naked together because that's how the world works." It's right? like an eighties film ethos, right? That whenever groups of like women get together, particularly if they're at college, any activity is is subject to being done naked. Yeah. Was he just le- like all of his fantasies? He was trying to make come true. What's that? I'm directing a film. Anything I say goes. This bit, everyone's going to be naked, yeah. well, glad, including us. I'm glad the dance troupe were like, jog on Juan, jog on Juan. But I mean, that would have been totally ridiculous. I mean, not yeah. that all the other nudity moments weren't unnecessary. But at but least I, it's people like getting off. I can believe yeah. that college students are just going to go, all right, let's just have a, let's have a jolly. <laughs> well, like, Although people, sometimes yeah. it can be very annoying if someone is too good at sex and you're too noisy about it. <laughs> We'll come to that, <laughs> but but also when people were, were getting naked, it was like after it was after they were like getting changed after you know yeah. working out, or they were like having a swim naked, which I kind of guess maybe. Or if you're having a game, know. if you're or if you're having a game of tennis and then some music comes on and pisses you right off, then you have oh to my get God. You have to strip it's off. pissing me off. But yeah, if that dance troupe just started dancing naked, yeah. I think I would have been like, "What is happening?" Yeah, so the the first person um, is just sunbathing, and uh, someone just comes up behind her and cuts her bleeding head off. Yeah, just is it the... meant to be the? Is it meant to be the person that spoke to her before, where it was like, "Oh, you're going to be because she talks to a man up in the yes. tree, and he goes, yeah. do I need to move?'" He goes, "Oh no, I'll only be a minute." Move I don't know. I don't even think the filmmakers know. <laughs> <laughs> I think who knows? Um, so but... then you just. Pops on and chops her head off, right? When she's yeah. out reading the book in the sunshine. Yeah, and and then they're like the dean finds out about it and he's just like, oh, bleeding neck. No, I don't want there to be trouble. Admissions are down. I don't well, want I don't... people to be like people are going to come here and lose their heads. Yeah, this is bastard. He always is. He's afraid of a scandal, really, isn't he? <laughs> oh, a scandal. How? Sure. How would the university be able? Is it university? Is yeah. It? College, how yeah. would it be able to, how would it ever be able to cover up it was it's essentially covering up murders because journalists are sort of sniffing around trying to say i've heard people been mur- getting murdered nah no, even, the poli- even the police but like surely if someone was, was murdered someone their family got the chain, or, someone got their head chained off sword off by accident people goes oh well sad but understandable continue continue as you were there have been six murders at the university this week uh, six unfortunate accidents no scandals um, that reminds me so this film is called pieces but it's it did have like an alternative title that ended up never really being used which is the night of a thousand screams but that doesn't work as a title because it takes place over like five nights and it's only about 60 screams <laughs> accounted <laughs> <laughs> and there are a few and obviously the first murder is in broad daylight as well so yeah, so, not even nighttime. So few of these murders are at nighttime. So. Those screams wouldn't even count towards the night having a thousand yeah. screams. So pieces is a much better title. Yeah, pieces. I would have also yeah. accepted 
the week of a hundred bastards. <laughs> it's just as good. Just as good a title. Yeah, so two murders in and like about 10 minutes gone. The crusty old Dean doesn't want a scandal. Um, so he has a word with Lieutenant or is he Detective Bracken? Lieutenant Bracken. And there's a Sar- Sergeant Holden in there. Yeah. Two, two old dudes. They've been around a block. They've seen a lot of shit. Obviously seen a few murders. And then also they start questioning everybody don't they yeah when do a bit of investigating when does kendall the young dude and his mate come into it What's his um, name? Um, it begins so, with like sorry Alice, you go i was gonna say i think that's in our like our second present day murder so kendall's oh, yeah. just studying doing some study in the library and a girl like throws a note at him and is like i want to have sex underwater meet me in the swimming pool and he just like he's really rude he just throws her note in the bin um and i don't yeah. know if he's like planning to me i guess he is planning to me but he's throws a note in the bin which is where the murderer finds it and the murderer sex goes, underwater no thanks sex underwater what all Am I, how many breaths am I allowed to take? Jesus Christ. He's like, he looks at it and he goes, university is for learning, okay? Not for having sex, willy-nilly. I, I don't even like it when people pee in the pool. Yeah. I don't want other bits floating around oh. in there. Yeah. Other bits. Plus, you know, um, the university library's only got one of these Asterix books and I've got it, so I'm going to stay there until I've read it. Thank you very much. Yeah. He's, uh, he's having a bit of a flick through. Yeah. Um, um, so this is... So anyway, the, the killer the killer finds the note, so he goes to meet her, and she's swimming. And apparently, so they filmed this scene in December, and apparently the like, water was, like, genuinely freezing, and they wanted to film her, like, naked for longer, but she was, like, almost going into hyperthermia. <laughs> like, it seems oh. like, it seems like the, the, like, the care, like, the, you know, like, the actual filming was very poor on this movie. Um, but anyway, so she's, like, swimming... And then um, she like gets caught in a net, and he drags her out. And I think he cuts, fishes her out. I think he cuts her arms off. Um, I think he just gets her head this one, but she he gets the, someone's arms later. Uh, but she oh, just yeah. kind of sits. He fishes her out, and she's oh, he gets her torso. That's what he gets. Yeah, I think he gets, gets her a chopping. Yeah. I feel like no. if if I was in the swimming pool and somebody put one of those nets on my head, I'd be able to get out of that easily. Swim Put down. On my head go, Get the fuck away from me. What's wrong with you? Yeah. But she's immediately caught and pulled out yeah. of the... So this is... I guess this is the first time we see the killer and his get-up, isn't it? As, with yeah. his lovely lovely brogues. Yeah. Ill, ill-fitting trousers. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Big Inspector Gadget coat. And a nice little hat. Um, Black gloves, the classic. It's very um, jalot kind of setup. Um, but also if it was freezing in that swimming pool he's decked right out he's definitely yeah. not cold yeah. no, not yeah, really sorted. He's, he's, he's covered in layers and, but anyway um, bloody who should come by after she's been murdered bloody Willard and he's like just <laughs> he's, he hasn't bothered turning the lights on he's very conscientious he wants to conserve the electricity bill but he sees his, <laughs> he sees his chainsaw. So he's like, oh, I'm just going to go get the chainsaw. And he puts it down. Oh, it's a bit wet. And then he looks, oh, no, there's blood all over it. The lights go on. There's a chainsaw covered in blood. The police have arrived for some reason. And he just beats the shit out of them. <laughs> oh, but thankfully, isn't Kendall and some of the others there to, like, smash him with some wood? Well, Kendall, Kendall comes, but also with his friend. He was planning on having sex with this woman. Why has he bought his friend? Oh yeah, just to keep keep an eye out. Yeah, just think. Um, <laughs> I want you to. I want you to testify to the fact that I've yeah. done this. And that His they... friend seems to think that Kendall's pretty good with the ladies. What does he call him? He gives him Casanova. A... Casanova Kendall. Oh, this is the bit where he like doesn't he summon him to the library again? Back so oh, didn't you go and meet that girl in a swimming pool? And then he asks the other girl like, "Hey, what are you doing later?" And she like goes, "Ah." Dismissed with a withering look. I didn't give a shit. Bye. <laughs> like <a really laughs> yeah, passive yeah. aggressive, like walk away. Didn't even give uh, her a chance to say anything. She's like, to be fair, all the action's been going on in the library because it was this same scene where we had the um, the whole thing about smoking pot on a waterbed and having sex on it. Best thing ever. Yes, so good, guys. Best thing ever. Um, so anyway, yeah, Kendall turns up with his friend and he's like, oh no. And then the detective's like, I immediately like you. Do you want to help me solve a crime? Yeah. <laughs> it is like that, isn't it? It treats him like his little buddy. Like Yeah, ooh. he's just an and Detective Holden is just unpaid like, intern. What the fuck, dude? He's just like he's a civilian. What are you doing? And he's like, I've got a good feeling about this guy. Oh, I, got, I like the cut of this kid's jib. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the case. Um and this is when the um the professor turns up. And this is where I thought he was guilty. Because one, we've already seen he dresses a little bit like the the child murder from the forties, and then immediately he touches the chainsaw, and they go, oh, "Don't touch yeah. the chainsaw! You have contaminated the evidence." Oh, oh no! Contaminate yeah. the evidence with my fingers touching it. Oh, weird. Yeah. And that was... my, my favourite thing about this scene is just the people, the extras in the background, like moving the body parts onto the um, like gurney. Just yeah. so so awkwardly, just like, well, here's an arm. Yeah. <laughs> watch, we'll about... watch, watch all the extras in this movie. They're amazing. <laughs> it's just people going, 
So Willard, who's arrested and believed to be a suspect, obviously does fight the police first, probably not doing himself any favours. Kicks on he's into like, a pool. He's an absolute <laughs> serious unit of a man. I would not want to try and go near him. I th- he just like, he throws a police, I don't need headbutt one. And then like. Yeah. Um, this is, I mean, it's going to give away who the murderer is if I say this, but um, a little bit. He's not the murderer because this was the only scene that he would do that had any blood in. Like there's a bit where he touches, like he didn't want to be on screen with any blood. Because he was queasy or just... Uh, just just principles. Didn't, didn't like horror movies. Um, I only did this as a favour for the producer, I think. Or the, he like, said... The, he was like, he said, I'll, I'll do your horror movie, but no blood, mate. I won't do any blood, but I want to at least headbutt a police officer, <laughs> punch a police officer, yeah. kick a police officer in the nuts, because A-C-A-B is what he's yeah. saying. And I, I want to polish a chainsaw. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I, I polish, polish my massive tool? Yeah. I'll, do, I'll do some pruning. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll keep the I set mean, looking tidy while I'm this, there. This film does do a good job of like building the mystery and making you suspect people without, yeah. every, without anything being too obvious, I think. There's at least two red herrings of who it is um, mm. that, we can, that we can mess with. Uh, our friend Willard being one of them. Um, yeah, and there's some great little incidental bits for a film that has such pace with um, you know what it does with how many murders there are on screen. They're also like pointless asides when the crusty old dean comes to see Willard and it's like you finished pruning those trees yet? And he's like, oh no, but don't worry, I've quoted you for the job, not for the not for the hours, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and he's like, ah, but if you finish the job sooner, you can take another job. And he's like. That is how business works. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Helping each other out. Lovely. Um, so so now we've had two people dead and we see like a shot of um, our killer building uh, a lady. Like the puzzle. <gasps> it all makes sense now. Pieces. And he's puzzle. doing the jigsaw at the same puzzle time. Pieces. And then we see the next bit that he's making, and I think that's when it's arms. Is that right? So like, we've, got he- we've got head and we've got boobs. We've got head and boobs. Now we're on yeah, arms. So he, he needs to collect arms next, but the police have a cunning plan. They're going to send any available undercover police women slash professional tennis players that they have available. Ex-professional. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, I, lo- wow. I, lo- I love so um, Linda Day was married to um, Christopher George at the time on screen oh, really? husband, yeah on screen husband and wife they were married for like 12 years until his death oh wow didn't know that yeah uh, did it, how many scenes did they get together just from... a few so there's this, yeah, they so, this few, they? so they um, get into like Kendall comes to the police station and, and he introduces um, what's Linda's character called like Mary Riggs. Mary Riggs. Yeah, the original Riggs. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, "Oh, this is Mary. She's going to be undercover." And then he's like to Kendall, "This professional police lady. Can you keep an eye on her?" <laughs> yeah, because I can only afford one. I can only afford one undercover police person. Right I'd be, now, if so I was Ken- only going to send the one. If I was Kendall, I'd be like, can I please be on the payroll? Because I'm doing admin. I'm doing. But, but that's not the point. The point is, she is a professional policewoman. She has had the training. She doesn't need protection. This is outrageous. 
more <laughs> training than most. She's had tennis training and police training. Yeah. Um, she loves tennis so much, though, she might get distracted, is what he's saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and then is it my favourite scene of the whole movie? We see her like undercover playing tennis with someone. Is that the next scene? Um, the only thing that's in between it is we get some. We get our first scene of the unfortunately for you, Juan, fully clothed leotard people dancing. Oh yes, um, yeah, yeah. And and the murderer is watching them, but he hasn't made his move yet. He's, He's waiting just... for him to for one of them to be on their own. He's seeing who can do jazz hands the best. Yeah, that's <laughs> the bit he wants. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, These arms better be bloody good. Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah, we, this is where you get your favourite then, Alice, the, yeah. the tennis scene where we get a couple of repeated shots where they definitely hit the ball. So they, they so there's a scene where they play tennis and it's, it's fairly long. You know, it's not just like hit, hit. Like it goes on for a while. But if you watch, you realise it's the same footage played four times I think maybe five times yeah. and, and it's it's because he for every the director Juan um, Simon for everyone in California could play tennis he just made that assumption he so when he mistaken. found out they, yeah when he found out they couldn't he was just like oh, I'll just repeat the footage um, but they did their best they like they had some training and stuff but they play it very badly um, literally then, everybody is watching as well everyone who's anyone is watching the entire school is yeah. is out but it's it's so funny to watch when you realise it's just the same shots over and over yeah. again initially I didn't realise you told me to look out for that moment I was watching I was like are these the same shots and it went on for so long that I was like oh okay <laughs> yeah I get it this bit again right yeah oh and that bit okay, <laughs> yeah brilliant <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> You'd think, that the one, you'd think that the one who lost would be able to work out what was coming next and not lose the point. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then there's a line where she's like, that young lady gave me quite a workout. And it's like, did she? Like, it's just people stumbling. For like, That's what she was promised, though, as well, when she was talking to, um, you know, Detective Bracken, saying, you know, this is going to be a load of hard work. She says, what do you mean? You're going to have a great time playing tennis all day. <laughs> Yeah, um, I love the fact also. So, like, I I can't remember if the dean knows she's an undercover cop or not. But like, they're just like, oh yeah, we this week hadn't planned it, but now we've got a, a professional tennis coach. By the way, like that is not how you <laughs> employ someone. Like, yeah. the uh, whole... he's after the, he's after those admissions. He needs to offset the murders. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come, we've got a professional tennis player. Uh, that is pretty good. After this, a reporter turns up, Sylvia Costa, yeah. uh, and she's managed to sniff something out. She thinks that there's been a couple of murders here. How many murders have there been so far? Three? Um, so there's been a, a terrible accident. Terrible uh, accident. A terrible accident. Um, a headless girl and a mm, swimming pool murder. Yeah. So two, clearly. Two murders and a terrible accident. Some shit's going down. But, uh, yeah, the police try to just completely throw off the scent and just say, nah, nah, what, what? Nah. Crazy. They're gaslighting her. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you think there's murders. Maybe you're suspicious. What? No. Yeah, what? What's your obsession with murders, Sylvia Costa, if that is really your name? Uh, yeah, and then after this, I think, is the killer stalks one of the dancers now when she's alone getting some extra dance practice in, in the and dance she, studio. Yeah, she senses something is wrong and runs for it, but then is calmed when it's, oh, no, it's just you, a man by a man in a big, long trench coat by a lift. 
Oh, well, going up, I who's, guess. Who's Who's got a chainsaw behind his back? Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Oh, hidden a cheeky little chainsaw behind your back. Have you? How wide is he? I know. Also, with the chainsaw thing, it's an identical chainsaw to the um, to the swimming pool murder that the police had. Do they just wipe it down and put it in the shed? Why wasn't it in evidence? Why wasn't it in evidence? Bulk buy. He got himself a few. Yeah. Three for two. Three for two on the in B and Q. Some lovely chainsaws. Uh, yeah, and, so, and inside yeah. the lift, what does he do? He um, he's blooming Monty Python's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, cuts her arms off. Cuts her bloody arms off. Cuts her uh, bloody arms off. She doesn't die though. Not immediately, that, anyway. If I say, does she stay? Does she stay not dead? Because that was I was shocked by that scene because oh, Kendall oh. and his mates here and run in, and then there's yeah. just a throwaway line of, "Yeah, she's not dead, but oh, she's definitely gonna die though." <laughs> there's something like that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. like, she's not uh, dead, one, but oh, one in a million. <laughs> you tell the parents, say I did the last one. <laughs> yeah, so she doesn't die. She's just got her arms cut off. But like, you don't see any paramedic. Really, you see like the gurney people, but like it's like I mean, she's only had her arms cut off. Like, like, do you maybe want to do something? She's probably gone into cardiac arrest by now. Like, oh, wet maybe... flannel on it. Yeah, Dab it. Do Is something. It all right? Do something, guys. Yeah. Do something. No, just just point out. Although we talk about there being no sequels, maybe this is classic sequel. But she could be the hero of number two. Yeah. Get some robot arms like Jackson Briggs. <gasps> what? <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, and there's a pretty, there's a, another murder, like pretty quick sharp in there the same evening. I think the killer decides to okay. go after the journalist. Yeah, the journalist and, uh, comes back a snooping. Um, and this is probably the best, most well shot scene of the movie. Um, there's a bit more flair than in the previous scenes, there's, you know, some slow motion and the waterbed comes back into play. And obviously a waterbed has been mentioned. So like, right, we've got to do a bloody murder yeah. on a and, waterbed. And, and most of the kills are with a chainsaw, but he, uh, he changes it up for the journalist. He goes knife. He's like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Um, and Next is waterbed though. No more pot and sex on that for you, mate. It's ruined. Yeah. Yeah, ruined forever. Um, yeah, so it's quite. Yeah. There's like a lot of slow mo during this kill. But, um, isn't it's interesting because I don't think he takes anything from her, or does he? Does he take her legs? Maybe. Isn't there something wrong with her? Is he working his way down? So is this? He's hips? got the arms. No, he, like legs come later. I think he might just kill her. I don't think he uses anything. Maybe from just her. throwing her off the scent. Maybe he's like, oh, there's a journalist yeah, sniffing maybe. around, is there? She is, a, she is a bit older than the other co coeds because she's a, a professional grown up lady. I want any of your parts, is what he Maybe just wants. I can't, I can't remember. I don't think he, I don't think he uses any of her. No. Maybe just wants anyone... red because she's snooping he's around. Put, puts a, a knife scene. through the back of anyone... her head as well, doesn't he? I don't think anyone even finds her. Did you know? Did you notice during remember, the scene? <laughs> I don't remember seeing where anyone finds her. I think she just. No. I just think she gets it really brutally on a on a. That knife was flopping about in a few mm. of those scenes. I saw it at one point. He lifts it up and it goes. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah, it tenses up though enough to go right through the back of her head and out through her mouth. Right through the back of her head. Gutted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When is the moment that the the 
probably the most bizarre moment of the film. Is it? I think it's the tonight. If, if it, uh, I think it's the bit we come to after this murder where yeah. Kendall is having sex with someone who is enjoying it far too much. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's, like, he's got such a weird Christ, relationship. He's got such a weird relationship with women, isn't he? He's like, he is a Casanova. Women seem to be attracted to him, but for some reason he's just like, oh, for God's sake, give it a rest. This is such a chore. <laughs> like, he's oh, like, oh. Making noise, enjoying our sexual intercourse, are you? Making noise as you orgasm. Grow no, up. It's like, oh, if we can do it again, I'll be really quiet. You can gag me if you like. Oh, yeah, she does say that. Yeah. And even then he's like, why would I want to do that? <laughs> no, thanks. I'm off. I'm off outside. Thank you. We um, do get to see his penis, though. So. Yes, we do. This is this is the penis scene. So yeah. here's a bit of noise outside. He's like, "What's that?" I don't he reckon the direct the director was on like, set. Twi- twitches the curtains, and he's like, "He's having a little peer outside. He thinks there's something going awry here." Um, and Riggs is out walking through campus late at night. And for a moment, we think she is under attack. An unusual assailant comes and karate kicks the gun out of her hand, but she defeats him. And you think, what's this? Is this a new contender for for the murderer? But no, it's just some racism. So that's okay. <laughs> it's just the kung fu professor. One earth was going through the minds of the of the filmmakers when they decided that this scene was integral to the plot of pieces because it was absolutely um, mad. I think for some reason, I mean. I hate to admit it, but in the scene just before this, I was kind of, my attention was on something else, I think. I think I was having a conversation about something. So when I suddenly was drawn back in by the action on screen, I was utterly baffled by what was going on. So I think, so um, they, the film wasn't long enough and they had to pad it out. And then one day the the Kung Fu professor, whose name is also Jackie Chan, but spelt differently, I think. <laughs> His name Jack. Dot E, like E Honda. <laughs> um, just turned up on set one day and they were like, brilliant. And just were like, do a scene. Just like, right. Can you do, yeah, but surely just give it a little bit of context. Any, any evidence of context. I think, I think Kendall generally goes, oh, it's just my Kung Fu professor. It's like, what are you taking at this university? <laughs> Kung Fu and sex. <laughs> So very weird. Yeah. So he's so obviously Kendall comes around on his motorbike first, doesn't he? Which is scaring everybody because there's been chainsaw murders everywhere. So he says, "Hey, it's my kung fu professor, Chow." And Chow like is face down after getting his ass kicked by uh, Mary, and he decides, "Oh, I'm alright. Actually, I'll stand up." And he just says, "I." (laughs) He says, "I have a joke." I was out for my jog, and next thing I know, I'm on the ground. Something I ate. Bad chop suey. So long. <laughs> oh my god! Mother of God! But you, but you kicked her gun out of her hand, and were like fighting her before she like. What? So what we're supposed to believe in this sense is that Chow, the the kung fu professor, has had a bit of bad chop suey, and he's gone out to walk it off. And then the first woman he's seen, he's thinking, "I'm gonna kung fu kick her in the face." <laughs> so maybe is um, maybe the bad. The bad chop suey he's had had really thrown off his perception because I would imagine your average kung fu professor, <laughs> very with it, very together, probably isn't startled too easily. But you know, emotions are running high. There's a murderer around. He's got some form of food poisoning. You see someone. Feel- What's the reaction? 
You're a trained weapon. You're going to kick. I, I feel like a kung fu fight would aggravate the bellyache more. Mm. Yeah, I feel like I'd want to be yeah, when as I've, still as possible. When I've got a dicky tummy, I'm on the sofa. I'm not doing you know, <laughs> high octane <laughs> martial arts. I, I put this to you, though. How how many of any of us here, when we've had a bug bad tummy, have we tried doing martial arts? Oh, I mean, I'm not going to. That's a good point. Another bit that made me laugh after this. This turns Mary... out to be a cure. Mary Riggs says, right, are we off? Oh, let me find my gun first. And it's literally just on the ground in front of her. Let me find it. Oh, there it is. Ridiculous. <laughs> and then he gives her a ride home on his motorbike. And despite having of... sex with at least one person today already, um, Kendall, he says, oh, you're going to uh, invite us in for... I mean, not not to be crude, but he hasn't even washed his cock. That's very <laughs> poetic. <laughs> I mean, if anyone's watching this and been like, "What's the etiquette on cock washing?" It's if you've had sex with someone and you have sex with a different person, wash your cock. Give it a rinse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't know what he was doing between, you know, getting dressed and starting his motorbike up. There, you know, he could have had a quick splash. Yeah, but he probably didn't know that he was going to possibly be in another situation where. Sex was going to be on the cards. Sexual tension between him and Mary Riggs. What's the age difference here, though? Well, he's college, so I'm guessing he's like 20, 21, and she has clearly okay, had a tennis career and retired and then trained as a police officer. So that's got to be at least, you know, 15, 20 years. Yeah. That's right. Kendall doesn't, There's no Kendall judgment doesn't here. Kendall don't care. He's like, I haven't watched my yeah. cock, but you know. <laughs> yeah. get it on he, he was trying to get ready to go out and see what the commotion was he looked out the window and he's like oh can i possibly splash around in the sink it's, it's hard because the sink's at crotch height so do i go fair, <laughs> the suggestion of him not having washed his genitals means nothing based on the scene that's happened before anything could happen now in the movie and i wouldn't be shocked or surprised or confused yeah. anything you say yeah. you oh. wouldn't be shocked but <laughs> yeah 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 but would you expect <laughs> as someone is just turning down um you know kendall's advances would you expect like a gray werewolfy thing to be behind him oh no <laughs> yeah jesus so strange just his mate yeah. this all right just his mate with a mask on who's followed him back how did he follow him on foot when he was on a motorbike? Come on. And what's he doing riding a motorbike around the bloody campus? This guy's right. loose cannon. Are we, are we suspecting him as a murderer as well? Because he's always in the right place at the right time. No. I don't think it crossed my mind that he could have no. been a murderer. Wait, who are we on about? Kendall or the friend? Friend of the friend. <laughs> friend of. The, the friend's just not in it enough, is it? He's just like there twice. Yeah, that's pretty much it. And um, only lines is like, Casanova. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, mate. Casanova. Oh, uh, dismissed with a withering look. Don't give a shit. <laughs> so the next day, um, one of uh, we're at the, like the tennis place again, the tennis court. Riggs's, Riggs's worthy opponent is playing some tennis on her own. She's just whacking the balls over the net mm. against the back fence um, and she goes to gather them up when some big fanfare music comes on. Ugh. And yeah. she is livid. Not after it's been on for hours, one one note of that music is enough. She's like, it's incredibly repetitive though. It's like, a, it's like a 15 second loop over and over again. And I'm becoming annoyed by it. Um, yeah, it's like 
It's just like band music. Yeah, it? it goes. I've rehearsed this. It's. But, um, more, that, more. Well, on, a, on an endless loop, then. Um, but <laughs> she, the lady who's playing tennis does not say more, more. She storms no. off for a, for an angry shower. Yeah. The angriest shower yeah. anyone's ever had. Um, so, yeah, and here's where another murder happens. Again in broad daylight and again, like, pretty much out in the open where anyone could spot it happening or just walk in on it while it's happening. But Chainsaw Dude does not give a flying flip. Well, he's put the music on to um, to, to drown it all right. He's, he's, he's lured her there, I think, isn't he? Isn't he trying to mm. lure her to the shower? Yeah, that's right. In many so ways, maybe that's why he hasn't got Kendall, because we all know his his thoughts on sharing after any yeah. type of strenuous exercise. <laughs> you say strenuous, I don't think he put that much effort in. Nah. Does he? he doesn't well, seem like the kind of guy. Um, <laughs> so obviously they try and get Willard to turn the music off, and yeah. he's being a bit shifty. So not like, in my job, not in my job description, mate. And he's like, "Well, oh, can we use the phone in your office to phone?" No one's allowed to use that phone. Oh, you absolute jobs worth. Give it a rest. <laughs> Headbutting police officers like merely days <laughs> was, ago, was and that now in your job description. <laughs> <laughs> and now you won't even let someone use the phone. I mean, Willard, what? Where do you get off? But then he immediately goes for, okay, you're not using the phone, so I guess we will go and turn the music off instead. Yeah, it's just mad, isn't it? He's just got to um, find the line, and he'd rather just go and turn that stuff off than um, than let anyone use the phone. Yeah. Yeah, and then we do get a murder. The uh, has she got? Is she named? This Susie. This, Susie. <laughs> yeah, she, okay. they were playing tennis. She was the terrible tennis player. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry I forgot your name, Susie, but you were shit at tennis, so maybe that's um, why. She manages to close herself in a room, and he has to take the time to chainsaw through the door before he can get her, but unfortunately, doors versus chainsaws, it's only one winner. Yeah. yeah. She seems like she's kind of waiting in the corner for something to happen. She's a bit like, oh, you're going to chainsaw me, are you? Go on. Go on, then. Uh, and it's exactly what he does and there is like a close up shot of him slicing into her like body like her torso yeah she's she gets that, halved like, that was um, a pig carcass I know that was it? Mm, was yeah it? Mm, pig carcass so while we don't see her get like totally mutilated when they do discover the body she is like absolutely mutilated to, the, to yeah. such a degree oh, where yeah. I was a bit like oh wow Jesus like there's been a, a certain amount of gore so far, but that was quite unexpected. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's all to no end because um, the murderer goes to put the pieces of, of, of her onto, the, onto his collection. The blooming shoes don't fit. Oh, what are you going to do? So obviously at this moment as well, so Mary has just had enough. She's had a, a guts full. She's like, all these murders are really starting to piss me off. So she yells. Kendall discovers the body first and he's like, he's like, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh God, oh no. He's done it again. Come yeah, through Professor right. Zai again. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're right. Mary Riggs has got no time for it. Um, what does she say, Ben? Uh, she says... Is it bastard or bastards? <laughs> uh, bastard. 
bastard. Who's Sorry, having a go for a sip? just listening to watching In the Heights. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> uh, Andy, do you want to recreate what, the first bastard? What, the first? Watching, watching In the Heights without you, Salas, would yeah. you describe his actions as in being a bastard? bastard! <laughs> I went to shout Bastard! Too <laughs> Headphones nearly came off. So they get gradually like the bastard. First bastard, like she's been cut off in traffic. Second bastard, like she's uh, been Stop cut off in traffic. A bit of, bit yeah, of Lego. Oh. <laughs> yeah. A bit of Lego or Meccano. It depends on which one you like the best. Um, and then the third bastard is like insane. It's like she's found her husband cheating with the woman next door. It's, it's almost like thing. she's found a woman cut in half with half the body missing. Yeah. Yeah, and how I mean, how much of a kind of... friend was she with Susie? I know someone's been murdered. She was, it's terrible. She was, she was her student, so even though she's undercover, she was actually teaching her. You play a game of tennis with someone, Ben. That's a bond. That's a bond. I feel like they. She's been teaching her for like one day. Yeah, but still, <laughs> tennis is it's a sacred bond. Game. And sacred is teaching bond. someone tennis just beating them at tennis? Is that what we're saying? Oh, she gave her a good game though. So this is <laughs> like they're on they're on the same level. Yeah, there's a there's a deep there's a deep respect there. Let her off. Um, and so she is absolutely livid. She gives it a to the max bastard. Yeah, she is absolutely fuming with him. Um, yeah, and then I think around about this time is when Kendall again gets roped in to do some police admin work. Yeah, yeah. he is like cross referencing or something. It's just. <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Bracken has a phone call. And the police, I don't think we've given them enough credit for some of the excellent lines the police come at some point when they're talking to the crusty old dean. He says, we're just, t- we're just, we're, we're just, I, think I wrote it down, hang on. We're just trying on clothes and seeing what yeah, fits. Yeah, we're just, tra- we're, we're just trying, out, trying on clothes without looking at the labels and see what fits. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's why they need Kendall's help. And he's like, I like the kid. He's got, I like his moxie. He's got spunk. (laughs) Get him in there. Because he doesn't bloody wash. (laughs) (laughs) This kid's got spunk for days. This guy Uh, stinks. (laughs) This guy stinks. What's he been doing? Um, So, yeah, they they get him in and he works in the evidence room. He goes down with the sergeant. They're going to do some more... um, Detective They're going to do some detective in. They're going to look around. I think their big plan is to see if anyone's changed their name. Yeah. We'll yeah. Just see, you know, everyone's got a file on them that's like, name, have you changed your name? Have you experienced the trauma? Uh, where do you live now? Those are the... Yeah. Everyone's got a file on them like that, right? That's what the police keep on record. Um, so they're gonna they're gonna check it out. So Kendall's off to do that down at like the police thing. And the other thing that the other detective that isn't Bracken does, he hates cigarette smoke, and he makes a point of asking Kendall, "Do you smoke?" He's like, "Nah, nah, I don't." Good. I'm glad you don't smoke because <laughs> I've been giving Bracken shit about it for the entire movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about Bracken. that. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So meanwhile, Mary goes to the crusty old dean. Um, and he makes a big reveal and he goes, oh, um, Professor Brown, the person we've all been suspecting as a murderer. Yeah, not a murderer, just gay. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
He does yeah. say that, doesn't he? Yeah. This yeah. film is like so. Oh, he couldn't be the murderer. He doesn't like women's bodies, cut up or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, obviously. And we all know that. Well, come on. Oh, because that's the yeah. smoking gun for Brown, isn't it? Because he's also an anatomy professor. He knows all about pieces. Oh, yeah. And his um, hands are all over the evidence, but, yeah. but he is like, gay. Oh, no, no, it's not him. So, um, yeah, he's gay. So he's not He's not the murderer. That's That's his thing. Did the director write this film as well? Because um, I'm not it's, sure. It's got toxic masculinity all over it. It stinks of toxic toxic masculinity. <laughs> this bloody film. It stinks. Stinks of unwashed junk. Um, stinks of unwashed junk. Because no, keep that bit in the film. Because no, I never do that. Um, I never Dick, do that. I never wash. Dick Dick Randall and Roberto Loitola. As John Shadow wrote the screenplay, Dick Randall, and has somebody powers, got a... their powers combined to become John Shadow, one entity. Is, <laughs> is that what we're saying? Or is that one of their one of their pen names, John Shadow? John Shadow is is a pen name, <laughs> but it's the pen name of both of them together. Okay, I see what you mean. That's pretty good, actually. I like that. Maybe we should bring it back, me and you, Andy, if we write something together. Yeah. John Shadow, Billy Shade. Billy Shade, Christian Pink. No, not Christian Pink. What's his um, name? Timmy Timmy Overcast. Um. <laughs> Timmy Overcast. Dave Turquoise. David Turquoise in. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's almost too yeah. good. Don't give away any more ideas. We've already done that with the cookbook. So um Keep them secret. now it's it's reveal time and we get double reveals. So first. Um, the crusty old dean has invited Mary back to his study after he's um, talked through the fact that um, that uh, it can't be Professor Brown. He like goes, "Oh, do you want a do you want a coffee?" By the way, I'm, just, uh, I'm making a tea because I'm English, don't you know? But you, an American, would prefer coffee. It's like, do you like cream in your coffee? Do you like a fun do you like drugs in your coffee? You like a little bit of drugs in your coffee, and not only is it is first of all, it's instant coffee. Ugh. So you just be like, I'd rather drink piss to be drugs, fair. Drugs, please. Yeah, I'll have some drugs, and he puts drugs in it. But also, he, when he gives um, Mary the first cup, she chugs it down like yeah, guzzles it straight out the kettle. Guzzles a hot, a scalding hot coffee straight down. Like I've never been really thirsty where I've gone. I'll tell you what, we'll, which which will quench my thirst. A lovely hot coffee <laughs> yeah she drinks it down faster than she's at a kid's tea party and has given her an empty she's like, lovely she guzzles it down straight, straight away and asks for another says would you like uh, would you like another one and she's like oh yeah that was amazing <laughs> well, if you haven't noticed Dean I literally necked that one as soon as she passed it to me who's so d- um, who's double parking coffees that's insane yeah. Dean hasn't even had a sip of his um, and she's and she's after another one, and he literally goes, I am penny in for a pound, I guess. Not to have a tangent too much, but um, I've got a condition called a geographical tongue, which means I can't, it's got like scars on it, and the scars move, it's quite weird, but it means I can't have really hot temperature hot things. And someone made me a cup of tea once, and I immediately just spat it out. <laughs> it was so hot, I was just like, Whoa. 
<laughs> that's i mean to be fair that's fairly normal i think for super hot drinks no one's guzzling it down like gold uh mary Rick. i didn't mean to do that then that was inappropriate <laughs> mary riggs is guzzling it right now <laughs> um maybe. so maybe maybe the whole thing's a spectrum though alice so like if you have like the geographical tongue maybe mary riggs has like the other humanities subject tongue which means she can guzzle it asbestos mouth. Yeah. yeah she's got an re tongue yeah. and she i think i've witnessed it before though i think i've made a hot drink for somebody and seen them immediately take a giant swig and i've gone what are you doing you need to let it settle you know let it sit for a while before it's, it's quite like and maybe that's what people who don't drink do, like to show how hard they are. <laughs> like you know, when people are really hard, they just drink a thing of whiskey and then they don't go. Blah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe people who don't drink are like, even though I don't drink, I'm still hard. Look at me drinking this golden coffee. Yeah, yeah they do. They do it with any like hot <laughs> things. They do it with the soup as well. Oh, uh, yeah. and when and when the waiter brings out their plates, the everything. <laughs> Careful, and, that plate is really hot. I was like, I'll be the judge of how hot that is. Thank and, you. And, and not even, <laughs> not even a smooth soup. Soup like macaroni, not macaroni. What's minestrone? Just guzzling minestrone <laughs> oh, and yeah. just letting the chunks go down, eating it like oh. a duck. Get a baked potato, straight out of the oven, just bite it like it's an apple. Oh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Well, you just cool it down, cool it down in your mouth, don't you? But... <laughs> so you got to do <laughs> a good mouth juggle. A lovely hot sausage roll. Is that too hot? That's fine. Oh, man, I haven't had a sausage roll in ages. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> bite into a... Get a baked bean toast, you know, and you bite the corner off and sometimes steam will still soon come out. Oh, she no, just necks them. Swallows them like a snake. She just sucks the steam. <laughs> I don't actually like the food. I just want the hot air. <laughs> the hot, hot damp air. <laughs> or, or like a cheese toasty. The worst thing with a scald not cheese toasty is when you pull it out and molten cheese like goes down your chin. So it's like it burns your tongue, but then also your chin. You're like, ah. you try and move it, and it sticks to the roof of your mouth. It's like this is how I die. <laughs> this is how I die. And you just die through a window, just into a swimming pool. I haven't got a swimming pool, but you know, um, into a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, if if the drugging hasn't given away the crusty old dean, meanwhile back at the police department, they found out that he's changed his name from L- Little Jimmy Murders. Um, and mm. his mom was axed when he was a kid. Police put two and two together and say, right. I mean, the police put two and eight together and go, <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kendall did, Kendall did a lot of legwork. Yeah. Yeah, Kendall did a lot um, of legwork. And this unpaid intern. There were all these great things where, like, the scene for all of the murders and everything you've got through in this movie just really cool not cool awful incidental dialogue where it's like right you stay and phone the the lieutenant while i go and deal with that no actually you can with me we'll ride him in the car what am i thinking oh yeah. let's go <laughs> <laughs> what am i like oh. come on <laughs> the bit when the, the the guy at the evidence place is looking at him and he like slags him off while he's on the phone goes oh this might take this might take a little while guy on the phone seems like a right piece of shit oh yeah mate i'm still here yeah. <laughs> it's like those are awkward real life moments they've decided just to keep in the film I like oh. that's, that is actually what I, one of the things I like I like those things I think they make it a better film than it has yeah. any right to be 
um, with old sleazy, <laughs> yeah. sleazy Simon directing. Simon, yeah. you dirty bastard. Um, uh, but having had two drugged cups of coffee, unfortunately, Mary Riggs is suffering a little bit. And then the crusty old Dean shows his hand <laughs> and says, like, yeah, um, you probably... It's feel a bit funny. He says, oh, yeah, it's probably all the drugs I've put in your coffee. Um, you can hear me all right, I'd imagine. I know the effects of drugs. Um, you can hear me all right, but I imagine you're paralysed. And true to his word, she is. And, and disgustingly, he puts someone else's old shoes on her feet. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, it's the worst thing he's done. Oh, it's horrible. And they fit. Um, so he's like, yep, yeah, those are the feet for me. Um, those are the feet for me. Um, thankfully, Kendall and the police are efficient. on. Yeah, they're efficient. They're, <laughs> they're efficient. On... Just have a look Have a look behind the curtain. Oh, no, they don't. They mustn't. No. Just, before that, Kendall is like, right, I'm coming in. You can't come in. All right, you can come in, but you must do exactly what we say. And then you immediately just look at back and they're shoving it against the wall. They go in and the Dean is nowhere to be seen. As you say, Ben, he's inefficiently hidden behind the curtains. Yeah. No one checks. Uh, and obviously Mary is trying to, in her heavily drugged state, is trying to use her eyes to elude. <laughs> <laughs> to alert them to the killer behind the curtain, like literally going, you know, uh, that doesn't happen. The police go off thinking they're in, they're chasing him down. And then the Dean comes out and has a little wrestle with um, Kendall, trying to kill him, trying to put a knife in his face. Yeah, trying to put a knife in his face. But thankfully, the police probably haven't forgotten something benign. Yeah, <laughs> it's come, come back. Come back to something. Oh, Shoot him, I guess, and they do. They blow him away. Good shot. Headshot. Headshot. Headshot, baby. Um, also, just before this, before the headshot, before the before the Dean attacks, for some reason, Kendall's deciding that he's just going to try and get Mary to stand up in her heavily drugged state. And it's walk. Like when, <laughs> it's like clearly one of your friends is too drunk. It's like, come on, just walk it off. It's like, walk it off. Walk it off. He's not and an expert on off. drugs. He's an expert on loving. Yeah, so, it's like when one of your friends is um, one of your friends is too drunk to go onto a nightclub, but you don't want to have to take them home. You've got it in your head that you're going to help them recover, and it'll be fine. I say that as someone who's been to a nightclub in the last ten years, I haven't. But like you know, <laughs> you know, you walk, you know, when you're trying to get someone to recover, and it's like, come on, then. Just... Oh, do you want a glass of water? Do you want a glass of water? Yeah, yeah. Do you want a glass of water? This is. I'll get you a cup of coffee, Mary. One sec. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that'd be brilliant. You add it with with cream and drugs, right? No, no more drugs. <laughs> if you don't want any drugs in your coffee, blink twice. No. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, and then we get the final our sting. Dead. Our Dean's dead. Hooray! Yeah, bloody dead. But to be fair, I didn't really think it was going to be him, the Dean. I didn't. I didn't suspect no. him at um, any point. I did. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, got a British accent. Obviously, the killer. Oh yeah, evil. Yeah, he's always in, like, he's always yeah, in a lovely, British, perfect suit. And he was in the R, and he had a dad in the RAF. She was like, I put it together the whole time, whereas I thought it was brown um, because yeah. of the same because of the same whisker. But then turned out he's gay. So yeah, you so. checked could've, out could've that as well. Could have been, been him. Could have been him. And uh, then we get a final sting, obviously, which is the <laughs> that's Kendall like 
grabs his jacket. No, well, no, before no, before that. So, um, the, uh, Detective okay, Holden, okay. Lieutenant Holden, Sergeant Holden, the, the other guy that's not um, <laughs> yeah. George, um, leans on a thing. He's like, "Well, I'm glad that solved." Leans on a thing, and then a thing like spins oh. around. <laughs> a secret um, panel spins secret around. Panel. And um, the Franken corpse lady falls out onto Kendall, and he's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, that's the worst. And he's like, oh, but he, he gets over goes, pretty quickly. Brushes it's it like, off. Oh. Brushes it off. Like, that, now my now my heart's beating again. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe a maybe a future in police work is for me. And they all have a jolly good laugh about it, like it's the end of a Thundercats episode. Like yeah. you know. It's like Schnaff has tripped over an apple, except it isn't. It's like a dead body has fallen on you. <laughs> it's not just a dead body. It's, it's multiple, multiple. Dead pieces yeah. of dead bodies made into some Franken woman who <laughs> obviously... Who knew um, and was close yeah. to <laughs> I recognise that hand. And yeah, so the final sting is, as Kendall grabs his jacket, inexplicably, the jigsaw corpse woman springs to life and kind of like... Grabs him by the dick, but like claws, also claws his dick. Claw, claws downwards through yeah. the jeans. Yeah, blood's going everywhere. Blood's it's going a real everywhere. Fucking mess. You didn't wash that penis, and I can tell. <laughs> Get it off. <laughs> yeah. It was um, pungent enough that it aroused you <laughs> from the grave. <laughs> what are we supposed to believe that the dean has somehow managed to like? He's got some sort of. He's some sort of necromancer as well, like bringing people back know. to the fucking dead. Well, maybe. Um, Who knows? Maybe it's because, coincidentally, I, you know, I'm not a scientist. I, I'd never claim to be Ben, but um, he did, incidentally, make loads, make this composite woman out of loads of people who all fancied Kendall. Oh, oh. they were just awoken and aroused he aroused them to life <laughs> all of their yeah. all of their souls together when oh kendall 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 could come to their life grab his dick yeah exponentially <laughs> horny for kendall enough that even <laughs> the veil of death could not hold them back um but, absolutely wow but yeah they just claw his dick to shreds and then it's freeze frames Classic freeze frame it, of him screaming like pain. the end, like like the end of a murder she wrote, except instead of me and Jessica Flex and Kim Fletcher going, <laughs> him like going, oh, <laughs> it's a penis oh, getting mutilated. Okay, and that's the end. So I've got some name game. Do you remember name? Did we play name game? We play name basket game. case. We did play name yeah. game. So we've got some name games. Have you got any name game, um, Andy? I've got, I think I've got at least at least one for you. At least one. Okay. Would you want it? You can go first then, if that's the case. Okay. So um, there is a there is a killer on the loose. Um, except instead of being triggered by a jigsaw and trying to make a composite woman, this person is killing people to make sort of outdoors wear kind of overcoats that aren't waterproof but will keep you warm on a on a hike. <laughs> He's making Fleece, these uh, of- fleeces. Fleeces. Fleece. Oh, of course. <laughs> uh. Yes. I love a good fleece and a flacket and a flumper. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I've got some. My, my, mine's a slightly different take, I think, on at least these first two are a slightly different take on the name game. While you go yours, Ben. Okay. 
So a frustrated Boston detective searches for a maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds and leaving behind peanut buttery chocolate treats all over the bodies. Pieces, pieces. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Watching this film did make me think about Reese's Pieces probably too much. I was like, I really do have a couple of Reese's Pieces to nibble on. Whenever I see a woman made up of several cotton-like pieces, I always think of peanut buttery treats. (laughs) Always, always. Okay, got another one. A frustrated Boston detective searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds as revenge for them stealing his pirate booty. Pieces of eight. Yes. <laughs> Correct. I, I, I can't say they're going to get any better than that, but I've got, I've got a couple more. So... <laughs> A frustrated Boston detective searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds who all turn out to be his sister's daughters. Nieces. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty pretty proud of that one. Okay, and one more from me. Uh, A frustrated Boston detective searches for the maniac responsible for mutilating a number of university co-eds who never got to finish their dissertations embodying results of original research that substantiate a specific view. Thesis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. And that's that. And and that is that. I'm glad everyone's enjoying. Belial's come back. Belial's Belial's returned. Everyone's Belial's, Belial's, Belial's return sounds like a good, <laughs> good uh, And I guess that's that. So, well, I guess the last thing to do is to rate the rate movie, the movie. On a famous A to F scale. <laughs> Does anybody like to go first? Do you want to rate it, Andy? Do you want to go first? All right, I will go. This is a first watching for me, and this film's bonkers and mad, and... In a traditional sense, is it a good movie? No, it is not. And many things about it, Juan, would get you cancelled in today's world. <laughs> um, if there's an ism going, you probably you probably nailed it. But it's a different time. And the kills in it are incredibly rapid. Um, uh, you know, it's a fun watch. So for watchable and enjoyment factor... I'm still going to give this then. Still going to give it a B minus, you know. It's not top sleepaway camp for me, but I got time for this. This is one you could put on when you're having friends over and just have a jolly good time. I think I agree. Um, yeah, definitely. I was, I was feeling those sleepaway camp vibes um, in terms of it being utterly ridiculous, but still very, very entertaining. Uh, and yes, yeah, not the most PC of movies, but. Yeah, it's, it's it's still it's still fun for what it is, um, and it is very very silly, um, and a, yeah, be a great movie to watch with friends and just kind of enjoy. And you know, I had some belly laughs during this movie, and I can't remember the last time we've done a movie, uh, we've done a film like that on this podcast that gave me the old, gave me the old belly laughs. For, so for that, I think I'm gonna, I'll go for a B minus as well. Going back was really nice. I think we've watched all these contemporary releases, which at least are attempted to be made in a competent fashion. Um, yeah. And it was nice to go back to the good old days. <laughs> I guess we get the final thought from you now, Alice. Uh, I pretty much agree with you guys. I was going to give it a C plus, but I'm going to cave into peer pressure and also go B minus. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> peer pressure. Yay. Um, Woo. 
I I like how weird it is. I like the kills. Um, I I like how strange the music is for a lot of it, particularly the dance scenes. And it's a fun movie to watch with people. It was really fun introducing it to Bristol Bad Film Club um, and having people kind of laugh at the things that I'd pointed out and stuff. So, yeah, a good fun, a good fun dumb movie with lots of blood, boobs, and penis. A penis. A penis. And bad chop suey. <laughs> oh, actually, maybe C plus then. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, C plus yeah, is it? Our, rat- <laughs> our ratings do not show that we condone any uh, content that uh, that Juan yeah. thought it was necessary to add in there. I we think just Juan's, like the def- story. Juan's definitely a wrong and, and I don't think he's entirely responsible for how much fun yeah. this film is. Yeah. Juan. Uh, okay, so that's that. Um, next week, we're going to be doing Attack the Block because I think the sequel, or the, the fact that I think the sequel is going to be, has been announced. So that's going to happen. So that'd be cool. Uh, Alice, where can our listeners find more from you? Um, I'm at Twitter at the moment um, at Alice Taylor M. Uh, comedy shows have started coming back, so Tales of Adventure, the D and D show I do, is starting again at the Bristol Improv Theatre, and I've even been able to do a couple of stand-up gigs uh, since things have opened again. Um, oh wow! And, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll probably see pictures of my baby. Um, so, <laughs> that's always great. Who doesn't, who doesn't love seeing pictures of babies? Um, if you don't, then yeah, probably don't follow me. But otherwise, um, everyone does. Uh, there we go so uh, thanks for listening if you enjoyed the show become a patron at uh, patreon.com forward slash Hulk and Cleaver thanks to Kovach Cowman for our theme music thanks to Acast for hosting the show thanks to our listeners consider reviewing and subscribing giving us a five star rating all that stuff or joining the Facebook group Horror Hangout Board of Advisors for more uh, and as always thanks very much to my co-host Andy thank you Ben uh, and thanks to special guest Alice Thank you. Hello, bye. Thanks a lot. (laughs) See you next time. Bye, everyone. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.